Lucas. What? It's time to batten down the hatches. Batten down the hatches? Why? There's an inner hurricane coming. Whoa. This is the You Do You podcast, where we talk about healing, growing and thriving so that you can be free to do you. Welcome to the You Do You podcast. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Lucas. And today we are talking about preparing for the inner hurricanes. Inner hurricane, Cheryl. That sounds serious. This is really serious. <laughs> so I wanted to start by sharing an awesome quote mm. that I read this week. Okay. And the quote was by a Vietnamese monk by the name of Thich Nhat Hanh, who actually recently passed away. And he was a global spiritual leader, poet and peace activist, and he was a pioneer in bringing the mindfulness movement to the West. And Dr. Martin Luther King called him an apostle of peace and nonviolence uh, when nominating him for the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, I like peace. That's good. So here goes. It's funny how much our surroundings influence our emotions. Our joys and sorrows, likes and dislikes are coloured by our environment so much that often we just let our surroundings dictate our course. We go along with public feelings until we no longer even know our own true aspirations. We become a stranger to ourselves, moulded entirely by society. Sometimes I feel caught between two opposing selves, the false self imposed by society and what I would call my true self. How often we confuse the two and assume society's mould to be our own true self. Battles between our two selves rarely result in a peaceful reconciliation. Our mind becomes a battlefield on which the five aggregates, the form, feelings, perceptions, mental formations and consciousness of our being are strewn about like debris in a hurricane. Trees topple, branches snap, Houses crash. These are our loneliest moments. Yet every time we survive such a storm, we grow a little. And without storms like these, I wouldn't be who I am today. But I rarely hear such a storm coming until it is already upon me. It seems to appear without warning, as though treading silently on silk slippers. I know it must have been brewing a long time, simmering in my own thoughts and mental formations, but when such a frenzied hurricane strikes, nothing outside can help. I am battered and torn apart, and I am also saved. Wow. Mm. That's nice. Mm. Tell me what, why, why did that grab you? Well, there are a couple of things that really spoke to me, and... The first one was how we can lose ourselves. We can lose ourselves. We can lose touch with who we are and how society and just those external influences uh, can shape our, who we are right. and shape how we think and feel to the point where we can become a stranger to ourselves. Hmm. And... I thought that was a really powerful way of putting it because how can one become a stranger to oneself? 
I mean, it's me. I should know me better than anyone else, right? right? And yet there's the me that's being shaped by society, by those external influences, by all those loud voices, and there's the real me, which can seem to be hidden away right. under many layers. Right. Sometimes that idea of the small, small voice mm. plays into that. that. I mean, that, that's a really powerful uh, quote because it speaks to our identity and it speaks to how we make sense of, of who we are. Mm, right, mm. And, and it is, there's this battle between the, the things that are shaping us mm. and how we shape the, the world starting from, from how we shape ourselves and extend out. Mm. And so there's this, there's this battle between the outside mm. pushing in and the inside pushing out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved how he said that, that hurricane, that battle is needed to actually have growth. Mm. And I think it would be really interesting to explore those external, the, the things that shape us mm-hmm. first and, and how those do, in a way, shape who we are, yeah. right? So what, what, what do you think are some of the, the things that, that shape us from outside? I think we're not really fully conscious of just how much society shapes us Mm. our thoughts and how that in itself like even bringing awareness to that is really important yes because how often do we just absorb information that's flying around that's um you know whether it's coming through the news whether it's coming through friends family whoever it is and there's all of this information flying around and it just comes in and lands, right? And uh, do we really put it through any kind of filter mm. or, or process it? Right. Um, I know, yeah, I, I, I guess for me I think that it just comes in and I think, wow, okay, I'm not, you know, you're a lot more analytical. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm a lot more sort of spontaneous and going along with, you know, with, with things I like to sort of take things for face value. But I've been thinking about how important it really is to um, to be aware of all of this that's just, you know, flying around. And there is that external force that is impacting and shaping us and moulding us to a certain extent. Right. And, um, and being aware of it so that we can push back or we can say actually no, you know, yep, I take on this information, um, I'm looking at it, you know, mm. I can um, process it for myself and I can decide whether well, this is something that is true for me. Right, whether I'll internalise yeah. this aspect into, into what shapes what, what makes me uh, the person yeah, that I am. Yeah. And I think that that would go a long way towards inner peace as well because when you're just taking in all this information, when you are being shaped by external influences and society in general, um, there's, there is an inner conflict that begins to grow that we're not even conscious of. Right. Because deep, deep down, 
you may not believe that to be true. Right. You've heard this thing and you take it, right? But, you know, deep down, do you really believe it? Have you really processed it yourself to accept it as something that is right and true even for you? Um, yeah, I think that that is something really important that uh, we all need to do in order to um, make some headway for inner peace. Right. Think about think about that that little bit. The fact that we do feel those storms within us mm. that tells us that we aren't as human beings. We are truly unique. We are. There is something uh, unique and special about each of us, mm. right, that we're not just a product of, of, of the environment, etc. cetera, that the, the fact that we all have experienced that conflict of what is outside shaping us and what's, what, what's sort of uh, screaming from within out, that is, is that confirmation that, that you and you listening to this podcast, you are truly special. You are something unique that has got value in in this world that that is that is the evidence that you're not just a, a random event that is just shaped by the environment just floating around for for no purpose so i think that that fact is in itself the fact that we have these conflicts is super powerful and super meaningful mm-hmm. to to our sense of worth and our value. I think knowing what are the things that are shaping us and then being able to find who we are in it, I think that's that's really crucial. For for me, when I think about what are the external things that shape us, I think about the the culture in which we have uh, grown up in and how that... um, I've I've heard it phrased. It's like the the grammar of our life. So the the culture in which we live in produces a, a grammar that we're not even aware of. You know, uh, my first language is is Spanish, so I had to learn English, and so I'm I, I went through the process of having to to understand and and wrestle with with grammar, which English. Is, is really difficult. The, the grammar sometimes just doesn't make sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and wrestle with, with those, uh, those rules about how you communicate and how you speak. But culture has a grammar to it as well that are these, these rules about how things fit together that if, you've, if you were born into a particular culture, they're just innate, you're not even thinking about it. But if you come outside from outside that culture, you're aware of, of these other forces that are shaping right. people, right, mm-hmm. and without, without any consciousness of it. I think that culture is really important in, in shaping us. I think the family is really crucial in, in shaping us and, and especially the, the, the experiences that we had within family is, shapes us incredibly. And then I think... More broadly, sort of beyond culture, is what's often referred to uh, a distributed cognition. So these are the 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 patterns of thought or, or the or the ideas that that emerge 
out of all these individuals having thoughts and opinions and how we communicate, mm. out of all of that, there, there's some overarching concepts and understandings and beliefs that emerge out of that, that that's often referred to as a, as a distributed co- cognition. And I think that is is really fluid and, 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 and it shapes us and it's meant to shape us because as a society we have to uh, to get along and, and, you know, relate to each other and, and be able to share the road and mm-hmm. um, live together. But that's, that's what's shaping us from the outside. But we as individuals, we are somebody. We are not a sum of all these forces. And so from within us, there, there, there are forces that, that, that are out battling the, yeah. the, the external um, forces. Yeah, and I guess that's what he's referring to, the form, feelings, perceptions, mental formations and the consciousness of our being mm. and uh, describing it that it's being strewn about like debris in a hurricane and the idea of, you know, trees topple, branches snap, houses crash, all of this that's just whirling around mm. internally and, um, yeah, and just creating this storm that can sometimes feel uh, unbearable. Right. I really like that that idea of it just happening upon us suddenly. Coming, yeah. He describes it um, saying that rarely do I hear such a storm coming until it is actually upon me and that it comes without warning as though treading silently on silk slippers. Mm. Mm. It's, I was thinking about that. I was mm. thinking about what it means for these storms to come because it, the, the storm, the hurricane, comes at special moments, I think, when we're losing ourselves to the external forces, right? When, whenever we're, we're losing ourselves to that external force, that's when the storm comes. And can you describe an example of what? So if, we're, if we are living on autopilot, mm. if we're living our lives on just the, the routines that we've just built and we're living in, in a, I guess, in a shallow way and we're not having quiet times where we, where we, where we get in touch with what's happening inside. Um, so we just, you know, do the nine to five and then um, we might go out with friends and or we might um, drink or we might just do just the activities for the sake of, of being busy. When that happens, that's when we start to lose a sense of who we are because we, we haven't been in touch, we haven't been connected to to our true selves. Mm. And so that's when the storm comes. And in a way, uh, when you were saying this earlier, that when a hurricane comes or some kind of natural disaster comes, the animals often know yeah. before, before, they, yeah. before it happens, the animals will, will kind of be unsettled. Or, or Yeah, it's like a, a, a certain atmosphere settles right. and things go quiet. Right. right. The birds may stop 
twittering or whatever, mm. um, the animals, the dogs may start stop barking. Right. But they've got a heightened sense towards a storm that's coming, right. towards a hurricane that's coming. So think about that connected to what we spoke about, the gut feel, um, in, in a couple of episodes before on how that is that comes from a, a, um, a deeper part of, of ourselves. Often it's called like the, the reptilian brain or the, the more basic part of, of our brain that is just really instinctual. Uh, and that is, if we can be in touch with our gut feel, with our sense, often we will feel that unsettled feeling that just like the animals when a hurricane is coming, the animals uh, change in, in, in their behaviour. Internally, our more instinctual self will give us these quiet little warnings that if, if we can be in touch with it, that is our trigger to be aware of, hold on, there's, there's, there's got to be a, a storm that's coming to, to, to sort of wash away and, and clear away the things that are sort of overcoming me so that my true self can, can remain. And that is the, the trigger to, to find that quiet space so that you can uh, batten down, batten the, hatches. down <laughs> the hatches yeah. and, and to, to weather that storm. Mm. And when you're in that, in that, um, in that place where you're hidden away through a storm, that's, that's a, a lonely time, but it's lonely because it's meant to be just you so that you can discover you again. Mm-hmm. You can reconnect with you again. Yeah, yeah. And I think also it's something that we develop. It's like a learned behaviour. The more we are aware of this, we can prepare, mm. right? So, um, yeah, so we can uh, practice making that deeper connection so that it doesn't just all of a sudden you know it's upon you and you're not coping and you know you're freaking out you don't know what's going on um you feel like it's all too overwhelming but we can learn how to batten down the hatches we can learn how to prepare ourselves internally right and like he was saying not being afraid of being in that place of aloneness because I think that's something a lot of us struggle with, right? Because going through and going through those internal hurricanes is a very alone experience. No one can truly understand what it is that you are thinking, feeling and experiencing in that moment. And even though you might be able to talk to someone about it, you're the one that's going through it, right? And um, and so making peace with that, uh, with that aloneness and learning to be comfortable, making peace with it. And, you know, okay, you know how people talk about being in the eye of the storm, mm-hmm. right? So in the eye of the storm, that's the place where it's peaceful, right? And so um, there is a place internally that we can retreat to to make peace within ourselves yeah, right. and to connect with the, with the eye of the storm. 
and um, yeah, and so I, I guess for me, I also look back at different times when I was experiencing really difficult challenges or uh, going through something traumatic and and feeling quite overwhelmed by everything. And it is, all these things are flying around. But what I found really helpful personally for me was prayer and meditation mm. because there are certain things that you can do mm. to enter that place of peace and to connect um, with yourself in a deeper way. And, uh, yeah, and so for me it it's been more through faith, through that prayer, through that connection. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I really loved how you said making peace with being alone. I think that that idea is a central idea on or a central strategy to being able to weather the storms and to come out of those storms really growing as a person. And when you think about places where there are hurricanes, often they have drills that they, that they do every season, uh, every year to, to practice. They build a practice for dealing with the, the hurricane. They build a practice of knowing, of recognising the, the early warnings of a, of, of a hurricane, of a, right. of a storm. And so building a practice of being alone is, is how we do those drills. And there, there are times where the, the practice of, of meditating or prayer, sometimes they might feel a little bit empty or they might feel like it's not working. But what's actually happening is you're building in the practice so that then when the storm hits, you know what to do without panicking. Yeah. You, you, can, you, you can fall back to your practice so that it allows you to to deal with the with the crisis in a really more powerful and and productive way, and you can come out of that crisis uh, stronger, better equipped. So I think I think that that practice mm. is is really important, yeah. and it, it's it it runs counter to to that external pressures that that external pressure that, that's trying to to shape us. Uh, that's always trying to get us to escape, escape um, responsibility, escape the quiet times with ourselves, escape the uh, existential questions that, that we have to ask of ourselves to, to live a deeper life. Yeah. And, and it's always trying to get us to escape to the TV or to, to movies or to, to not having to deal with the deeper important questions of our life. But it's in the practice of being alone and, and being facing that uncertainty that you get to discover uh, who you are. Yeah, and you also get to discover that you're really much stronger and more resilient than what you believe of yourself. Right. Because each time you weather a storm, you actually emerge stronger <laughs> than before. But we don't stop to think about that. Mm -hmm. It's just something that happens. And, uh, yeah, but, but connecting with that and really, yeah, and really understanding the, the true, the strength we have and that strength comes from diving deep. Mm -hmm. Actually, 
mm. read something a while ago, and it was um, it was something that was talking about these sea creatures, and they were like uh, jellyfish, but they were really delicate. Mm-hmm. and um, they float around more towards the surface of the sea. And when the storms come, they dive really deep. Now, if they didn't, they would literally be torn apart because they're so delicate, but they dive really deep and they're safe. Right. And Deep it's... into those dark, mm. alone places. Yeah, yeah. It's not a place they would normally go and swim. Right. It's and not a comfortable place. It's not a comfortable place. Okay. Going deeper down into the sea, it's dark, yeah, mm. it's, you know, it's the unknown. Um, but that's where they go and they're, they're safe and then they reemerge after the storm. But, yeah, and, I, and it, it's like that. It's like that with us. If we can understand, okay, this is coming, we do have that resilience, we do have that strength. Um, and connect with that. Mm. That makes a huge difference in uh, in riding the storm yeah. out. I think that's why you and I like each other a lot. Yeah. Because, because we, I think both of us uh, are really comfortable in those alone moments or we have gone through many storms and and have come out stronger through through that mm. and now now we see we've i think we've framed the those storms and those kinds of situations as adventures where we put ourselves out there and we don't know we don't know what what the outcome is going to be but mm. that's where life is right that's that's where where the excitement and the and and where life is happening and I think it starts in those quiet, alone times and building a practice of those quiet, alone times is, is how we prepare for, for the storms. Something else is that we wouldn't be who we are today without experiencing everything that we have through life including those storms, including those hurricanes. And often when we are going through them, you wouldn't, it's a, yeah, obviously it's, um, it's uncomfortable, it's difficult, it can be traumatic or whatever it is, but it's shaping who we are. It's shaping who we are and the strength, the inner strength that I have today that enables me to reach out and help so many women that I've connected mm. with, that I've been able to help through this, through the work that I do, that wouldn't have been possible without going through those hurricanes, without going through those storms. And so um, as difficult as what they were at the time and even now, there are different things that, you know, we're still experiencing and having to manage, um, without those, we wouldn't be who we are. We wouldn't develop the strength of character um, that we have. We wouldn't be able to uh, reach out and help others. Um, so, yeah. Mm. I like it, Cheryl. That's great. I think that covers all the, all the thoughts that, that I had about you. Yeah, I think there's been some great reminders for us and 
hopefully for you guys out there as well. Yeah. So remember to connect with us on Instagram, on awakening underscore purpose. And we'll see you next week. See you soon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, we loved having your company. Remember to subscribe and let's catch up again next week.